Have a cup of tea. 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 We're doing it. Have a cup of tea. Hi. Hello. Good evening. Welcome. And hello. Welcome Good evening and welcome. Sugary Brew. A podcast in which Danny Sugar. That's me. And James Brewer. That's you. <laughs> that was almost rehearsed. Um, talk about films, music, Tetley, uh, cricket. Tetley. Te- Buy it. You smell gorgeous tonight, um, pal. I think you've dropped middle-agedness from the... Um, I had a couple of messages from people saying what happened to middle-agedness. I think we are discussing middle-aged in almost everything we say, by virtue of us being middle-aged. Ish. Ish. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, if anything specific comes up, we'll discuss it. Yeah. But otherwise, just being. Yes. Is uh, middle-agedness enough, <laughs> I suppose. So... Uh, yeah, that was supposed to be the, the, the through thread well, I, of the, the season, wasn't it? Through thread. Did true thread. It will be the through thread for at least a few more years before we become... Old age. Yeah. It could be the old age podcast. The old age... We could be old age podcasters. Yeah. OAPs. Yeah, there oh, we go. I like There's a future you, in that, yeah, isn't it? You did there. Um, so, How was your week, Dan? Uh, it was all right. I don't really remember. I think it was all right. Uh, How was your week? It was good. No, it, it was, wasn't. Well, no, it was not good. I mean, it was... So, so in in um, put your the feedback sting in here in a piece of feedback from a, a that was feedback. So a a listener who um, for the sake of I don't know for anonymity the sake, for the sake of anonymity, let's call her mum. <laughs> got in touch to say it's nice to hear that you're moving into your house this week oh. why don't you tell me anything why did I have to hear it on the podcast is that all she said she said we enjoyed it you're amazing really isn't it funny how compliments from your mum mean nothing no but I mean we mainly just mentioned that she can hardly talk about but she three can t- hardly talk oh and she's alright with that she's old oh <laughs> so that doesn't seem like... That's why I don't ring her, mate. It That's why I record like... a podcast, yeah. so that she can catch up with my yeah, weekly that, activities. That makes sense. So, but as as an instant karma punishment for that, mm-hmm. the, the moving into the house today yeah. got delayed. Because someone put the hearth in the wrong place. Mm. Home is where the hearth is. You have moment. your hearth in the right place. Oh, Dan. <laughs> um, yeah, that's really unfortunate to hear that they... Uh, Put the hearth in the wrong place, but I'm I'm being really magnanimous magnanimous about it. Magnus Magnuson. Ma- I'm being really magnus. I've started, so I'll finish. <laughs> I've been really magnanimous about it because every time I start getting all uh, 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 about it, mm. Janie tells me that Are I should be magnanimous yeah. about it. Yeah, wasn't he a weightlifter though? Magnus Magnuson. Yeah, no, he was the. I thought it was like he was that the host Danish, of, like he was Icelandic. No. Magnus Magnuson. Oh, no, but I'm with, thinking of the guy that throws hammers. Like in The World's Strongest Man? Yeah. With Jeff Capes and... Oh, that was brilliant. I used to love watching Wasn't that. Wasn't that Mag- Magnus Magnuson? No, there was there was one of one of them Am I thinking of Magnus Mickelson? No, he's your favourite, isn't <laughs> he? He doesn't throw hammers, though. No. No. 
Anyway, and Magnus Magnuson was the presenter of Mastermind. That was Holst the Planets. Was it? I don't know. No, it wasn't. It might have been the <laughs> anyway, way we did it. Yeah. Anyway, um, on that note, we also had a message from Edwin. Edwin, our literary teacher, scholar. I was, I was doing the washing up today and tried to think of other Edwins, and I could only think of Edwin Starr and Edwin van der Sar. Well, he's in good company. <laughs> a goalkeeper and a funkster. Yeah, well, I can't think of any Edwins either, but that's all right. So I've, <laughs> I've got, um, I I've got a recording from Edwin and possibly so Rachel. Two famous, to it. Two famous Edwins, as established. And hopefully, Edwin if this doesn't sound all right, then we'll have to put a stop to this whole thing and just quit for the night. But, oh, am I recording? <laughs> yes, I think There we go. Right. Um, so let's listen. It's five minutes long. So if there's any points of discussion, we can interject. We, we'll, in, we'll pause, interject, discuss, and then continue. But hopefully, the mystery of why Simon's ice cream ended up on the floor. Oh, will, is it Simon? I don't know. You, didn't you tell me that? I can't write I gave him a random name. Did you? Yeah. Oh, because I referenced the name, I think, that you gave me. Ah, uh, okay. So, uh, should we, for anyone who's just listening to us this week for the yeah. first time... Oh, yeah, good point. I'm really sorry. Um, <laughs> you've given me a clicky pen. Um, oh, so, I was, I was talking about why in... Froggy Green. F- Froggy Green, the kid, they're all lining up at the it's end to get their ice cream. Book. And the ice cream falls on the floor. Yeah, and at the end of of uh, uh, Louis de Bernier's um, Captain Courage Mandolin, the author keeps them separate for thirty, forty years before we go through all this love story. And as if to punish us, you know, as if to deny these people a happy ending, mm. he keeps them separate. That reminds me of a Brazilian film we watched quite recently. Go uh, on, which I'll look up the name of before we get to telling moment. <laughs> and it, you guys. Keep listening, and we'll get to my point a little later on. But <laughs> until then, let's have some feedback from Edwin Van der Sar. Hey, uh, hi. <laughs> hi. You almost messed that up, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is this is Edwin and/or Rachel <laughs> responding to why writers, authors. Um, can be so horribly cruel. Um, yes. And sadistic. And sadistic. Because apparently <laughs> we are literary <laughs> giants who know yeah, you are. such things. <laughs> uh, we'll take a stab at it. Right. So, stab, stab. Stab, stab. See, so, you're being uh, sadistic right, right there. Stabbing already. Oh, don't throw it to me okay, straight away. All right, all right, I'll lead. So I had a theory <laughs> um, that... Um, well, basically, storytelling is a type of simulator. Like story, story is the way that humans work stuff out ahead of time, usually worst case scenarios, so that then they can then prepare for them, either physically or emotionally or psychologically or other googlies. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I think in some cases it's uh, an author's job to prepare people for the worst. And the best, though. Well, and it the best. Always have before, so, so, right, sorry, uh, James put his hand up because he wanted to interject. Before. So the worst in this case is making a little kid drop his ice cream. That happens, though, doesn't it? But it doesn't need to happen, does well, it? No, but, I mean, 
the, we're prepared. Like when it it's gonna, it's when, gonna when, happen. When it does, to, when it doesn't happen, the kid can be happy that it didn't happen because they're aware that it could happen because they were introduced to it. If it does happen, they've been oh, so you think, the you simulation. Think, you think that the kids, having read this book, are gonna think, queuing up for their ice cream. I hope that thing doesn't happen where the well, ice cream maybe falls they'll the floor. be more careful. They're not going to think that. No, and they're also not going to be more careful. They're going to be excited. It's going to be ice cream. It's going to be all over the place. Mm. And then, and then they'll learn that that happens to the best of us, as in the end of Froggy Green. <laughs> no. Anyway, let's carry Fish. on for a minute. Obvious. <laughs> always have to be the worst, but to prepare people for the the real, reality of life. And it's topsy turvy, roller coastery mm. ways. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I do still think though that um, that that the writer or the author doesn't is not always in control of where the story is going to end up. Um, mm. So yes. Oh, Edwin liked that. Didn't he? Yeah, he did like that. I like it. That was good. Um, yeah, but I mean, so that's the, I mean, there are there are different different authors uh, create in different ways. There are some authors fiercely, uh, like rigidly plot their their work and know what's going to happen. Some authors kind of have the characters and and uh, see what happens to them and they're kind so, of I mean, the, plotting the, as the they go thing, along. With a, which is what Rachel's saying. With I think. an uh, just illustrate- a mansplain. With an <laughs> the illustrators, look at it. Teeth in, teeth in. Illustrated children's book. The author isn't necessarily the illustrator. I think it is in this case. It is in this case. Okay. Um, I think. I think we are. We've gone beyond. Froggy Green. Have we? Were that to be possible, um, so far I, I I I understand and agree entirely with both Edwin and Rachel. I don't think any of their arguments apply to Froggy Green. In which no, case the I'm author is stuck just on Froggy being Green though, which may sadistic. actually. Yeah. Well. Well, let's see what else. But I, have I, to say. I get for I get for De Bernier. Carry so on. There's a series mm. of decisions by the author, but there is a certain element of letting that go and letting the characters take over. Sometimes we've mm. just got to listen to the voices in our head. Absolutely. Whoa. I've just been thinking, talking about this. Who oh. um, too? Myself. <laughs> hey. Oh, okay. Very good. Um, and the other voices. <laughs> Yeah, I think sometimes we don't always have as much control as one might think. Yeah, we are not necessarily the gods of these in, no. uh, universes. Sometimes no. we are merely the servants. Yes, sometimes. Yep. Um, but I like that. I, I like that theory of story being like a, a oh, simulator for real life. I wonder how that theory plays out with fantasy. Oh, well, fantasy's still all emotionally based. Mm. Like, even though the reality may not match uh, what's going on in current day, the emotions, the situations, the relationships, the all of that, it's all fairly kind of mm. universal human stuff. Mm, I don't think Actually, not that I believe in <laughs> universal experience, but you know what I mean. Like, it, there are, um, you can simulate emotional um, challenges just as easily sometimes actually more easily in fantasy because people don't get um, caught up in all the trappings of the everyday Mm, that's where it's interesting with the mandolin reference eh? Uh, like 
I've not seen it oh, or read it myself. I know that feeling though, James. I really feel for you and your situation. And your dad <laughs> and why he's mad at it. Yeah, I'm probably Because doing. I too really don't enjoy it when a story goes to that horrible, cruel, sadistic place. Um, like Handmaid's Tale, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. But, Do you still watch it? Um, no, no, no. Writers or filmmakers who who create sadistic stories, like what is this, what is that about? I yeah. guess that is just that's how they wish to convey a message. And I don't know why I'm thinking of this, but Quentin Tarantino's Hostel oh, is yes. just the worst thing in the whole world. Yeah, to the ten year old listener, do not watch that. Please yeah. don't. Quentin watch Tarantino's it. Hostel. I don't think Quentin Tarantino had anything to do with Hostel, did he? He he might have um, produced, produced, executive re- produced. Yeah, it might have been his idea. I, I think that's really. Not, did he write? Let's it? not try oh, and, he wrote it. I don't know. Let's right, not I mean, try and let's assume they're correct. Absolutely. Um, what I what I would say is that I've forgotten what I was going to say. Carry on. Uh, what I was going to say. Was I've forgotten what I was going to say? Uh, okay. no, regarding Handmaid's Tale, again, it, I, I think that it's not just pure sadistic, 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 Well, I'm not the literary scholar here, so I can you barely say talk, words mate. however I want. Um, it's it, it 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 does sort of carry on with a simulation of like you know it it's so near future and so could really happen in. Like, if we're not extra careful, that it kind of follows the same theory, you know? It's showing people what to avoid (laughs) by not letting it get there, you know? I think potentially, again, I've not seen past series one. I think possibly the point is that they've made their point. Well, okay, now... This quickly before I mean there's still a, a little bit left on this message. I just wanted to run the idea I had by you. Uh, no, let's let's not for a second. Let let's do that after we finished with. Or is it to do with? It's to do with right this in that case. Do it. Do it. Uh, well, that, the only quick idea I had was that I think because we're going to be talking about Mayor, for example, which we finished. See, that's what I was going to no, say. No, sorry, no, no, I'm, I'm going, going to go there. No, I want to go there. No, no, but I want to. I want to go there. Oh. I think Mayor of Easttown is a really great example of. I think the the creators of that are there is sadism there is there is um cruelty in that world the the world mm. and and in the 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 denouement of that story He's speaking french again <laughs> um, <laughs> um so uh, I, I don't think sadism per se is wrong <laughs> Okay. On that note, I don't think cruelty. I don't think, which reminds me of your dead father, yeah, my sadistic dead dad. Um, I don't think I'm not. I'm not Pollyanna. I don't think that all creators should be. I don't think all fiction should be uh, utopia and and and, and lovely no. and fluffy bunnies. No, no, no. And I Mary Easton, I think, is a great example of teetering on that <sighs> on that razor's edge. It just it's bleak, but it's 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 soulful and it's got. It's got more to say than just this bad thing happens, bang! Another yeah. bad thing happens, bang! Another yeah. bad thing. It's going right, to be so alright. No, it doesn't. Bang! Okay, you know. before we get to Handmaid's Tale, right? So my idea about a new segment, which yeah. is... So I think what we should do, because we talk a lot about 
TV that we've watched and sometimes something that we've both watched and in, in the case of Mayor, something that we've actually finished, we don't want to talk spoilers, right? So what I was thinking was, what we do is do the normal TV segment, but then after the end of the second sugary brew theme song at the very end of the thing, after that, if people want to stick around, we can have a little spoiler. Brilliant. Play, play the Chernobyl siren. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah at that idea. point, turn off if you don't want to hear yeah, so when the you... who did what to whom. Yeah, exactly. So if you hear the Ch Chernobyl um, sirens, turn off if you don't want to listen to us actually spoil things. But Do you mean to say that this already long rambling podcast is going to be longer and more rambling? Well, it all for those who choose to go, you're going to have to sacrifice a few seconds off your cricket minute. <laughs> I, think, I think you'll find I have got a cricket minute and a half this week. Well, look, I think if we manage to get the main pod under sixty minutes, which I'm sure it's like forty-five to fifty, it could be a Patreon, 60. like a like a like a, a it, subscribers. If we had. Maybe in the future, all right. If it's worth it, yeah. I mean, all the it'll be worth all it. All the cutting room floor stuff, like this entire discussion. No, is man. No, this no, is I'm, I'm just team meetings. But um, but yeah. So James present. Yeah, Danny present. Present. Edwin. Nope, they're not really there. They're just, oh, yeah. It's just I a love recording. We were trying to talk to them. Yeah, I know. You, you right. can't help it. Play the rest of their their their, their, right. their incredibly insightful and interesting. Okay, thing. we'll carry on. We'll be back after this. But for some people, they just love it. So it's subjective, isn't it? Is. It? it is. Yeah. I guess ultimately it's up to two writers, authors, to try and convey the full spectrum of human existence. And that goes from being exquisitely happy to... Exquisitely. Exquisitely. <laughs> exquisitely happy to desperately sad and disappointed. Mm -hmm. So... I guess at the end of the day, James, maybe you just have to maybe put that froggy green down <laughs> and look for something that um, Doesn't represents how you would like yeah, um, your young one to, um, the world that you would like your young one to. Something with a happy That's ending. Pause, 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 pause. Yeah. That, that is such a great point. That, that um, So that we've come across these pieces that don't chime, right? Um, the 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 that is the a great point, Rachel. Don't read it, or right read it before you read it. And with put a bit of masking tape on that, you know. Or you, get actually, a felt tip and scribble it out. No, even better, put a bit of masking tape and draw the ice cream back in. Yes, that's love what it. we'll do. I, I can do that for you. But it's you, you, <laughs> you don't. I don't. Yeah, no. Thank you, Rachel and, right. and Edwin. Right. Well, can I, to quote Edwin. So, uh, just nearly there. I'll just yeah, play the very that's, end. That's that's the beauty of it, isn't it? Just put that book down and pick up another one. Yes, lots more books in the sea, or is it fish in the library? Something like that. Yeah. Cool. Wet Thanks, books. guys. Thanks for inviting us to respond. <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess that's it from us. Bye. Okay, bye. Not you, listener. No, no, no. Don't get confused. That was that was like a mid. Okay, bye. Not um, an actual okay, bye. Ed, thanks, Rachel. guys. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you very much. Um, and then Rachel sent me a message saying, "Hold on, let me look it up." So you you give us some I, feedback. I, I, 
they've made us sound stupid for one thing, and 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 they should have a podcast. I'd listen. Um, <laughs> fantastic points, and and entirely right. Um, I was minded to. I couldn't remember. The, there's a there's a quote from a movie director. Um, I thought it was Hitchcock or something. I, I think it's actually George Lucas. Quentin um, Tarantino. He directed Hostel. Um, no, he didn't. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, he definitely dif- didn't direct right. Hostel. Definitely different. He may have something to do with it that I don't know about. But anyway, anyway carry on. So I think it was George Lucas said... Um, he didn't direct Hostel either. Far <laughs> out, man. It's about the nature of suspense and, and, and how to manipulate an audience. And, and Lucas said, you just throttle a cat. That's how to make the audience cry. Yeah, so, right? I mean, that's... So, basically, we have a rule in this house that we don't watch any movie with a dog in it because, like... Sure. It, 99 times out of 10 percent, that's something like yeah. 6 out of 9. That's 9 out of 6 to 9. Oh, we've lost that. Of dogs in movies end up getting killed yeah. purely as, a, as an emotional mechanic. Absolutely. And that's the sort of thing... But that, over that what emotional almost mechanic... Happened but didn't happen in, in Mayor of Easttown last the week. the kid in the bath... Is the separation of, oh, of Captain Corelli? Yeah, you don't see the is, kid in the bath or the, the separation. Is the, the, that the ice cream falling off? Not ninety nine percent of Chekhov's ice cream's gun. Fall off. It's Chekhov's ice cream, isn't it? It's mm. it's it's it, the the cat in George Lucas's quote. The the dog in the house rule just means the ice cream in Froggy it's Green. It's a it's a it's it's kind except of except for you guys. It's literally a dog, isn't it? The thing, really yeah, like it dogs. is literally a dog. But also in that case, it, Chekhov's it, it dog. seems like. A shortcut, really, to, to, to us. You know, it's, well, it's a manipulation, isn't it? It's, it's exactly a shortcut what manipulation. Edmund Rachel was saying. Mm. It's, it, it, it absolutely is a shortcut, but it's not all. The, 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 the filmmaker, the, the author, the, the, the lyricist makes you so passionate for, the, for their, their character and then makes them fucking miserable. Yeah. But also. Brilliant! Yeah. But I guess it is totally subjective whether you're into that manipulation or whether you it turns you off like whether whether you're sounding kinky whether you're resistant to that happy ending or uh, (laughs) or uh, or whether you want the ice cream to end on the floor that wasn't the euphemism Kim Bassinger whoa Um, anyway no you're absolutely right but but to a great or a lesser extent all fiction is, is a manipulation yeah. of our emotions. And we have to give, give in to it. Um, I just don't like it when it's cruel. Mm. So, so one as last note, Rachel said, don't watch it. Brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, that's the same for anything. If you don't like I'll read each music, peach pear plum. But do you, do you read Zoe books? Do you Zoe. Read Zoe. No, I, I was thinking halfway through my sentence. Do you read, do you read Zoe's books? She's bef- not reading any. Oh. No, I, I mean, books that you get for Zoe or are given for Zoe, do you read them with Zoe for the first time ever? Yeah. Or do you always pre-read them? No. Nah. Well, maybe that's your mistake with the ice cream. She doesn't give a fuck no, about the ice cream no, in Froggy Green. No, well, if you don't point to it and say, oh, look at that, Zoe, his ice cream fell on the floor. Yeah, you have to I learn. do, I do it yeah. in that voice. Yeah. Uh, crawl it. Look at that look kid. At that. Oh. Miserable sod. Yeah, look, let's find all uh, the cruel yeah. bits in all your books. Anyway, as a final sign-off, uh, Rachel did say, oh, man, we didn't do a shout-out to you guys for creating such a funny and amusing podcast. 
frowny face. We love yous. Oh, Very nice. You didn't need to read that bit out. That just sounds like needless backslapping. That ba- could have been backslapping. Back- you know. Yeah, I know. What, yeah, I know what slapping is. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, Rachel. Absolutely um, love it. And and I think I think um, they're, we, they're, we, need to, we need to get them on. We should. They're currently down south in a yurt, though, aren't they? They are. They're they're apparently living in the yurt. Do you want to dox them too? Yeah. Were they involved in the floods and things, or are they all right? Mm, I haven't spoken to them about the floods, Probably but I think should. they're further down, further south than that. Are not when the floods around the Christchurch yeah. area. It must be bloody cold. They're further down than that. Anyway, before we <laughs> give you the pinpoint location of our guests. Um, I guess we should put the kettle on. Let's put the kettle on. All right. I really hope this recorded. And um, we'll see you after this. Put the kettle on. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome. Jolly back. Jolly welcome. Jolly back. So uh, I'm just going to pour the kettle while James announces the uh, results of last week's rather short and uneventful competition. competition. Because as Danny was, he's absolutely right. As soon as one person entered, that's it, isn't it? And that Bish one person posh. happened to be my dear You've got sister. Different surnames, they don't know. It could be a oh. random that we never heard. Yeah, of. Yeah, true. It's some it some your sister, some lady in my mum or your sister. One of the two. Um, well, they can both hardly speak. So, no. <laughs> I'm going to get a slap for that. Slap that. What are you doing with that kettle? I don't know. I'm trying to put it somewhere unegregious. So, so, so a a a. Congratulations. Congratulations. So, hold on. Right here, I'm going to put in the, what does a boop say noise <coughs> from last week. And then we're back. That was very good. So, and, and oh, brilliant. my Bless sister, Kareen, did actually Karina, Kareen. Kareen. Bob Dylan's song. Brilliant. Is Happy it? birthday, Bob. Ah, well, that. Girl, we be so loud. Oh, you're doing it again. Karina, Karina. <laughs> so good, I love it. Not my version. You're doing it again. No, yeah, exactly. you, well, I mean, you love your version too. Oh, I do. Do I? So, what have we got today? Um, we are back to Hecky Homemade, homemade Herbals. Hecky Homemade Herbals. <laughs> the Swedish company. Yeah. Uh, Magnus Magnusson's Homemade Herbals. Hecky Homemade Herbals. So, tonight's blend is called Energize. 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 You have to say it like that. You do absolutely have to say it like that. Can I smell the... You I'm, can not, I'm not going to read smell it. Smell the glove. I'm just going to smell it because it's quite difficult to smell in the pot. You shouldn't be in the pot, Dan. Mmm, it's... It doesn't smell Whoever wins this week's competition, by the way, Danny Schnoz has been right in the packet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bit of dribble. Oh, no. I'm almost snorting it. I'm, I'm struggling to, to pinpoint. <laughs> is, it, is it weird stuff that I'm not going to know just from the smell? He's reading the packet. Is it... Stuff. Hasn't got the instructions on it. <laughs> what? Hasn't got the ingredients. No. No, it must be. It's just it be... It must um, do. Okay, so it's, this one is just... Oh, just tell us, just tell this us. This is just Siberian ginseng. Ah, well, I mean, sorry for not being able to point, pinpoint the, <laughs> the smell of... Because I, I was Siberian, actually... Siberian, I almost said Nigerian. I was ginseng. more like Nigerian, Nigerian zipseng. Yeah. Right, I'm pouring... I, I don't know, what is, is ginseng? What is, ginseng uh, is, is a... One teaspoon... No, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's, fine, it's, it's a fine. tree. You're a tree. But I don't know. Do, What's do, it like to be a tree? Oh, God. Have you seen Kiri this, and Lou yet? This is like... No, I haven't. Far it's, out, It's man. like a musical, isn't it? This yeah, podcast. Man. We keep breaking into song. 
Well, I pour um, the tea. Chai Guy was very impressed by that. Chai Guy! Chai Guy! Chai Guy! You don't have to do it. You're going to oh, edit yeah, it. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm literally going to edit edit the thing in. He was, so what What did he say? Did he like my... Uh... He was cross that I mentioned him, but <laughs> was it? I think secretly <laughs> flipping loved it. Yeah, well, I mean, coming on. you did actually Oh, he sent me a message that... saying that he's got so many teas that we haven't... Because I've been waiting for him to come on and discuss them in person, right? It's not like we've been well, we snubbing him. We can't have... Are we going to have a tea marathon? Or is a he just going to leave us... Leave us a whole bunch of things to try for, no, for subsequent gonna, weeks. I think we're going to purchase it. Um, oh, he's going to come and make us a cup of tea. And we're going to discuss, sit down and discuss his life and the tea. And it's going to be lovely. Okay. And then in subsequent weeks, I'll, I'll buy packets of the other tea that he's got. But tonight, we're talking about Hecky's homemade... Ha- ha- oh, for God's sake. Tonight, we're talking about Hecky's homemade herbals. Ginseng's supposed to be good for your... Heck yeah, it is, brother. And um, so, when it lasts, I get soy home. milk I've been drinking. So the um, the uh, you were asking what ginseng, ginseng was. Yeah. You, it's those trees with the fan-shaped leaves. <laughs> That's the wings side. Yeah. Have you ever seen what wings? <laughs> McCartney wings. Oh, they were terrible it? in the seventies. They used to go around and go like that all over the place. <laughs> Did they? Which is terrible. I should get a photo of you doing Still that. fantastic music though. Yeah, I when I was young, when you were young and your heart was Did your wing sign? You used to say, live and let live. You know you did, you know you did, you know you did. That wasn't a wing song, was it? Yeah. Wings, wings. Yeah. Was it? Wings, wings. I thought it was just... Just him. Old... Oh, it's Paul McCartney and wings. Oh. But 73, 72, 73. Yeah. Anyway. Was all Paul McCartney stuff around that time wings? Wings, wings started, I think, in 71. So he did two... Um, he did a solo album, McCartney, by McCartney in 1970, mm. and then he did Ram, which is credited to Paul and Linda McCartney, mm. and then from 1971 or 72, 71's Wildlife album, through to 1979's Back to the Egg, is all either Wings Back to the or egg. Paul McCartney and Wings. This is thoroughly enjoyable. Yeah, it's really nice. It's just, you it's know... Quite, it's quite... It's a delicately flavoured tea, isn't not, it? It's not... So... Had you not brought anything tonight, Anna offered to make us a sage tea out, of, out of our sage Ooh. in the garden. But apparently you have to stew it for like 30 minutes. That's all right. She might do that another Next week. week. She's, not right, she's not right here. Right now. Right now. Um, she's next door, but she'll be... When you hear Chernobyl, that's Anna coming back. And then we'll get her to say a few words. Chai Guy will be so happy he loves Chernobyl. Chernobyl or Chernobyl? I don't know. You know me. I don't pronounce anything right. How's the Afghani vegetarian food? I'm still, I'm still keen to, to come over and get Afghani with it. Although, having said that, um, I mean, should we just go... Oh, you've got quick a minute before we get to TV. We have to keep yeah. the, the right order of things, don't we? No, there's um, no order. Free I'm enjoying man. this tea. Yeah, it's, me too. It's, quite, it's not it's like... Really refreshing. It, it's just nice tea. I don't really have too much to say about it. There's your, there's your line in the advert, isn't it? Just, just nice Petty, tea. Her made herbals energize. Just nice tea. Just nice tea. I feel a bit, a bit wired. Do you? No. Hmm. It hasn't. Re- it might have been the, the beery. Were you trying to say it's a bit like um, Viagra? Ginseng. Was I? Weren't you? Maybe. Down Whoa. To the, down to the listener. We're gonna be. Okay, well, no, I, I rate this an, an absolute recommend. Like all of Hecky's Homemade Herbals... Mm. I can't say Hecky's Homemade <laughs> Herbals! You can't tonight. So if, if well, we're we... sat here for a lot longer than you expect, it worked. 
Yeah. <laughs> I've got to get up and read Daiwanu. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's that. And um, before we get to telly, let's do cricky, 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 cricky bit. So, um, short cricket minute this week last night was the first day of the first test between England and New Zealand at Lords um, just to give you all the historical context for the moment we're recording this particular show no, I would just say it was so lovely to have cricket yeah, back I really enjoyed being in New Zealand and the, 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 the match happening in England it's, it's the time for watching is, is not ideal but I watched the first session. What time was it? Uh, 10 o'clock till midnight. Okay, that's not too bad. No, but I mean, that was only the first of three sessions. Hmm. Um, New Zealand debutante uh, Devon Conway got a century. Um, really impressive. But just, just more than the actual cricket that was playing, it was just lovely to give myself over to that long stretch of time of just the ebb and the flow of a, of a session. It's only two hours. But it's, it's, feels like longer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the one thing that struck me is something that I've been wanting to bring up about Cricket Minute is, is that cricket, one of the things I love about cricket is it's, it's, he's going to repeat himself. I am going to repeat myself. Go is on. it's about people. <laughs> about people? I love people and I love cricket. Um, it's about uh, a fascination of cricket with, with statistics. Um, and it was brought home to me yesterday watching the cricket by two stats that were um, repeated again and again by the commentary team and the, the, the analysts. One was that um, England's wicketkeeper, debutant for this match, um, whose name escapes me, forgive me, was the fourth most inexperienced wicketkeeper to ever debut for England. Which is just brilliant. That is a bit of an odd stat. It, it means almost nothing. Except it, 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 I mean, it's significant because it says that he's not kept wicket much professionally. Oh, no, I have not kept wicket much but, professionally. But, you know, the, it's the fourth least experienced. Brilliant. And the, um, as Devon Conway was, was approaching 130-something um, last night, the commentators got very excited about the fact that that was the highest score by a debutant at Lords, and could he make it? Could he get to that? Okay, what's a debutant? Someone who uh, his, is his first debuting. match. Yeah, okay. his first match for New Zealand. Okay, any I, in my mind, it was something to do with balls. Yeah, <laughs> very hard round balls. No. Whoa! <laughs> I think this tea is sinking in. <laughs> Heck yeah, it's Devon Conway's balls. <laughs> <laughs> to quote Edwin, <laughs> I forgot what the quote was. I don't, I don't, we need to listen back. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm just going to take that out <laughs> and I'm going to use that from now on. A, yeah, that's a brilliant soundbite. It was to, my favourite bit. <laughs> you can just. I can just... <laughs> They've been drinking hecky homemade herbs. Oh, I think they I have. I can't see it. You, you've, have you said it right once tonight? <laughs> He's been on the ginseng again. Yeah, he has been on the ginseng. So, um, uh, it, it, wonderful to watch that cricket. Um, wonderful. We've got an awful lot else to discuss, so I just wanted to... That, that's, that's me done for Cricket Minute. Let's go straight into it.
Did you get the TV? No, I didn't. And that's so, next week. Okay, next first week. of all, I love the sound effects. No, Janie I did. Fucking hated them. Who did? Janie. Did she? Yeah. Too much. Yeah. I didn't like the sound effects. Oh no. That's not actually sounds. No, it isn't. That's an unfair representation. But it was beautifully funny. I was like, because I laughed out loud at it. I laughed out loud at my own product, which I thought was narcissistic. Well, I, no, you didn't do the sound effects. You're allowed to laugh out loud at them. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. Let us know, everyone else. I, I know Janie's opinion, but let us know if you found the sound effects annoying or funny. Because I don't... I mean, I, I may have gone overboard because oh, it was think, a special think, sound effect yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, who knows with, with us? You don't know what you're going to do. We're crazy we are. Crazy. Oh, oh, um, so, TV sound effect, first of all, let's quickly talk about yeah. that. It's so, like, the, the clicking, clacking, and sound of a TV turning on. I did look for a sound effect, and it just... I forwarded you one. I know, and it's so subtle that it's just like, it, I don't think it kind of... A bit like me. It's not really, like, you know, a full stop. It's not like a, a hurrah, we're about to talk about telly. It's kind of like... <laughs> which doesn't really translate, you know. But anyway. Well, find something else then, if you reject All right, well, maybe I will. Out of hand. Maybe Fine. I will. Um, so until that happens, I'll just put some. Boom. I'll put a. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so firstly, uh, let's talk about something I haven't watched, uh, which is <laughs> Wrath of Man. I was I was halfway through it as James came tonight. We tried to watch it the other day. It's the new uh, Guy Ritchie movie. Jason Statham with Jason Statham in it. Um. Anna found it way too full of testosterone. Uh, within, I don't know, five to ten minutes, we, we switched it off. I'll cut that. And, um, <laughs> oh, James is always... Oh, I just got it. Yeah, yeah. no, do cut that. Um, yeah, I will. So, um, All our best bits are on the cutting room floor. I know. Well, that's that, what we should do that's for the, what Patreons. the Patreons. Yeah. They can have... Right, so, uh, here, and we're back. Welcome to TV Minute. What? T-V Minute. Oh, yeah. I like what I did there yeah. without noticing, and then what you did there yeah. by pointing it out. Very good. <laughs> so, I've been not watching Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Jason Statham. In, uh, what's it called? Wrath of Man? The new Guy Ritchie movie. Man? I don't know. I can't pronounce anything. <laughs> Remember? Have you seen that new um, Welcome back. film with... What's Let's called? just not even talk about it. <laughs> no, actually, I mean, so the only reason I want to mention... Jason Statham. The Wrath of Man. <laughs> the new... Uh, Jason Statham. Isn't it Wrath of Man? I don't, you're confusing me now. With... <laughs> Welcome back. Have you seen that new Jason Statham film? <laughs> this is like Groundhog Day. <laughs> wrath of Man. Or is, is it, it Wrath, wrath of Man? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, Dan. Have you heard no, about this? I haven't. <laughs> Don't mention it. Is it as appalling as it looks? It's, yeah. <laughs> six out of ten? About six a, out of six to nine. A bit, yeah, about six out of six to nine. But Very testosterone fun. I can't imagine Anna would have liked it. No, she didn't. Walked out after. We may be repeating ourselves because I might include some oh, of okay. the stuff. From but it did remind me of a... Uh, of a series, a short series we watched that had... Our friend Stephen Graham in it. Nice. 
And it also had the Irish lady who's in that movie that we didn't just mention, which is what made me think of it. But it's much better. It's called... What are you doing? Taking that apart. Sorry. Yeah, don't take that apart. <laughs> Uh, it's called The Virtues. Have you ever seen The Virtues? No. Oh, is it, is it um, a just, series of English? English series, four, who's the four episodes, Stephen, Stephen Graham. Who's the, who's, who's the director? The director, the let's have a look. Uh, Shane Meadows. Yeah, yeah. This is England? Yeah. Well, it's New Zealand. Very good. Like, we watched it a while back, and I just remembered because it's got Neem Algar in it. Neve. Neve. N-I-A-M-H. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm glad you corrected me, because I, I almost said Niam. Niam her! But I was trying to do it right, so I said Neem. <laughs> Virtues. So what is it, Neve? Yeah. Neve. You I know, do apologise, um, Neve. It's, it's Irish names, isn't it? Like, yeah, I, know, uh, well, I, I know it's Siobhan Irish names, isn't it? In, in Mayor of Easttown and Cy Oberhan. So, anyway, the Virtues, I highly recommend. Now... What uh, I'll mention next, <laughs> yeah, shall we? Welcome back. Don't hey, interrupt. <laughs> anyway, so let you you take over. What are we going to talk about next? Um, I, welcome back. Welcome back. Have, um, you, hey, have you watched that? Welcome, welcome back. back. Um, Mayor of Easttown concluded, and I think it is amongst the best television ever made. I think it's 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 superb. You get so it was it was a it was an hour and ten minutes the final episode was, was it? it was yeah it was a longer episode okay and you get to like half an hour in and it's all ending and it's all kind of kind of happy ending not terribly satisfying and then you go we've well, got another forty minutes <laughs> yeah you know? well I hadn't read that art- so the morning of the episode James sent me an article from the Guardian and entitled twenty questions that. Must be answered in Mayor of Easttown. Yeah. Oh, Chernobyl. Hello. Hi. Hi. You never ruin our podcast. You only add flavour, colour, spice, and vigour to our podcast. <laughs> and a female perspective. No, we don't need to clap for no. that. You're not recording, are you? Yeah, we're recording. Oh. Hello, hello, and oh, sugary beer. Sugary beer. Hello, James's mum. Yeah, hello. <laughs> she can't say hello back. Hello, Jamie. Because she's not here, not because yeah. she can't talk. Although, welcome back. Welcome back. So, Anna, do you want to tell us about the new film, Guy Ro- Ritchie film, The Wrath of Man? No. <laughs> uh, anyway, we've we have mentioned that several times. It's like Groundhog Day. This section. What we- do you have? We had yeah, have a cup. Hecke's have a cup of tea. Energized. Yeah, man. That's why we're fucking yeah. pumped, man. It's ginseng. Ginseng. Not ginseng. I'd rather have a ginseng. Do you want to go to the gym or you want ginseng? <laughs> ginseng. Do you want gym to sing? Anyway. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, so where did we get? To? Oh, Mayor of Easttown. You were telling us about Mayor of Easttown. Oh, what? No, oh, yes. Yeah, so the twenty questions that yeah. I never read from the Guardian. Yeah. Did you? You read that article, yeah, presumably. Yeah, yeah. Not, unlike one of Zoe's books, you read it before sending it to me. Yeah. Presumably. Yeah. Um, welcome back. back. Welcome back. So Mayor of Easttown. Mayor of Easttown. I thought it was superb. I thought it was. It was. Um, How many of the twenty questions were answered? Uh, all of them, I think. Really. The best of the twenty questions was. 
why did that family go away for a family get-together when they all live in the same town and live together all the time? And what was the answer? There wasn't an answer to that. Oh. It was, that was just an amusing little okay. bon mot. Right. Um, I thought I thought Marystown was a, a, a beautiful study in grief. I thought it was... Um, oh, I thought it was just harrowing but not cruel. I thought it was... Um, Oh, I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, it was, Lo- it was very it. good. So, highly recommend Sugary Brew. Two thumbs up. Highly recommended. They'll probably put that on the poster. Well, they might do. Uh, probably. Probably put that on the poster. Probably. Don't know where you went with that. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, uh, the only thing I, I thought about Mare was her daughter, Kate Winslet's character's Mare's daughter, um, Siobhan, it was the only only part that didn't ring for me it was she was too clean cut to well it was a bit Dawson's Creek it felt like you were watching this really right. deep and then this kind of teen Dawson's Creek with the perfect girlfriend and the hmm. beautiful song, singing voice no but I think that that I mean for her to be the least screwed up character in the show kind of added another sort of you know she she she, apart from obviously when it came to a head, mm. she seems to be handling her grief And she very shouldn't well. have had to, is, I guess is the point, isn't it? Yeah. She, was, but, um, she felt like she had to... to yeah, I, I take it back. But, okay, so more things for you to take back. Mm. After last week's show, we finished Master of None. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think I argued enough with you about that. because well, you argue you, now. You were quite... Against it, you thought it was badly acted. You thought it was. No, I never said that. I never said it was badly acted. I never said it was badly acted. Okay. I said, you it, said was, it, it was. You said it was capital A acted. Telegraphed and all yep. that stuff. Like really, uh, you know, you could see the acting. Yep. I don't. I mean, that, so I think part of part of the aesthetic of having a fixed camera <clears throat> made it feel more kind of playish and. But I enjoyed it. I liked the story. I thought the acting was actually pretty good, especially by the time we finished. We were like, oh, yeah. And you you really dislike the characters. I actually do. I I like the characters. Right. I, th- I thought Denise is, like, entertaining. I, I think... I, I, I thought it was... I actually really enjoyed it. We both... What do you Anna think? Anna grew then? to like it. Anna grew to like it. So I, And I think last week I, I miss misquoted Anna well misrepresented Anna's dislike of it I right. think I think I, I did say that Anna disliked it and I think I spoke on her behalf incorrectly because she didn't for the first time I, I thought it was depressing she thought it was the most depressing to find yeah. something lighthearted like yeah. the other, like the other yeah, seasons period. yeah but it was suddenly so depressing that I just Condition myself not yeah. to like it, but she, which is brave, which is yeah. brave television making, isn't it? Mm. That's yeah. um, so. Should I watch the final two episodes? I think so. Does I mean, it, does it? Does it? It does conclude, and it yeah, it goes somewhere. So the the fourth episode is quite. If you don't like it, like the format of it, it you may find it a little bit sluggish. Well, the she continues to try, try and have and a baby, them, right. but it it pretty painfully follows that entire process right. which i mean having absolutely no idea like okay quick 
spoiler noise. She goes through IVF to do it on her own, basically. Right. Welcome back. Um, <laughs> and laughing at Danny, not and IVF. So the, I, I had no idea what IVF even involved, yeah. and and it's sort of quite educational and takes you on that um, like. Uh, sort of, you know, the emotional journey yeah. of the entire process yeah. uh, in a way that I've never, like, had before. Yeah. You know, it's it's not really been tackled in in such um, sort of focus on on any TV show. Like, it might it might have been a thing in the background or something seen, that yeah. happened that I've seen. Yeah, of course. But so yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was quite interesting. So if if you can sit through that because it is quite painful. Mm. Then the last episode kind of wraps things up and 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 don't spoil it. No, I won't spoil it. But it was it was quite satisfying. Right, in the end. the entire you... process was quite satisfying in the end. And and I don't. I will. I just I will. don't feel that I fought its corner enough sure, sure, last week. Sure. Um, so I would recommend Master of None, episode uh, season three, if you are into watching depressing, harrowing drama. Um, otherwise, yeah, maybe not. Otherwise, series but one no, and two. It, it, yeah. I, will, I will watch it, but I, I, it's not going to be anytime soon because you know there's Vera England, to watch. Vera and the Test cricket. Yeah. So after we finished, we tried to we wanted to remind ourselves what season one was like. So yeah. we went back and watched a couple of episodes yeah. of season one and how different it was. It was still funny. It kind of reminded me of an American, but nowhere near as good, Fleabag. Sure. In a way, sure. Fleabag is amazing. If you haven't seen Fleabag, you should watch Fleabag. Um, you've seen Fleabag, yeah, love it, and it is amazing. Um, and that's basically it with Master of None. It's you know, what are you giving? What are you giving out of six to nine, Master of None? I think all in all, I would probably. I mean, I'm against this numbering system. All numbering systems. I would recommend it if you're into that sort of thing. But I would, you know, I enjoyed it. I would give it. An eight, right? And a half, or that's, that's, eight, eight, that's, eight and a quarter. That's that's huge. That's the first time you've given anything anything other than six and a half. Really? Yeah. Oh damn! <laughs> My streak of six. No, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I I did enjoy it. And um, I, I I will definitely watch the end of Master of None. Um, we watched. I think we both watched. watched um, one that's of right. Brothers, the film about. Um, documentary and documentary <laughs> documentary movie <laughs> about Robbie Robertson of the band um, the band the band the band and yeah. um, shall I go first can I go first go um, I thought I thought I'm a massive fan of the band and the band's music um, I think their first three albums are sublime love the basement tapes recorded with Dylan and that tour he went on in 66 with Dylan is is incredible um this what I think really interesting about Once or Brothers is how skewed the viewpoint was um having read quite a lot about the band and seeing Levon Helm's film um what's that one called it's called Leave on Helm's film. Okay, I can't remember it right now. We'll put it but in it's the show really notes. good, really good. So he's a he's a he's a proper down to earth um, 
he kept on having these the midnight rambles, the, the like um, country music get-togethers for until nearly till he died. The documentary um, almost suggested that after he left the band and got into his drugs, he basically just well he didn't he didn't leave the band. The band split up in... Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. So this is what really annoyed me about the film. I, I think Robbie Robertson is probably the least interesting person in the story of the band. Um, he waited till um, Rick Danko, Richard Manuel and Levon Helm are all dead for him to say his part. He didn't reconcile with Levon Helm. He went and saw him when he was in a coma at the end of his life, right? Um, they all hated... Robbie Robertson, he's got a, he's got a um, um, reputation for being manipulative and um, very much um, the the master of the the end of the band. Um, the film was made by Scorsese and um, Ron Howard, and was very much trying to place Robbie Robertson. F- front and centre of not only the band's myth but Dylan's myth um, the Dylan story the band story and it tried to, to say that it was all Helm's fault right he got into drugs and da, 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 and painted Robbie Robertson as the creative genius of the band and the victim of, of the band um, part of it is potentially part, I mean, there's, there's elements of truth about that but it's certainly not the whole story mm. of the band, and I thought it was incredibly interesting. That is interesting how how the film for me was was it was was a fairly dull portrayal of an incredible story, and it was a incredibly Robertson focused and really interesting in that it shows how history is just so manipulatable, mm. and I think it was an incredibly manipulative piece of of, of documentary filmmaking. Go. You're good at this. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you are. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't really know what to say because uh, I'm, I'm slightly taken aback because I don't really know the story. I was just manipulated by that movie as though I knew nothing because I didn't. I enjoyed the music. I, well, no, I took the story don't, don't, in don't, as Don't it. take what I've said. Don't. What, what did you think of the film and the story of the band? It, well, it, I, I enjoy irrespective of what. Okay, I, what well, I, okay. Setting aside the sort of um, factor of of factual accuracy, yeah. I enjoyed the film. I really enjoyed all the old photography. I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the music. I really enjoyed the music, and like it left me really wanting to watch The Last Waltz. Oh, dude, when that case... Which I haven't sorry, seen. Sorry, sorry, Afghanistani cricket Yeah, well, that, that, that was what, where I was going to get to. Um, so instead of having vegan Afghan food, we'll just take loads of cocaine okay. and watch The Last Waltz. I would rather have a folk minute than a cricket minute <laughs> you educate me about folk music because well, that's that something be I can really connect to. Evan. Well, let's do that then. All right. All right. Folk fortnight. For fork night. For folk four minutes. Folk. And um, I, I, I just, I, I just have to say a couple of things mm. about the, 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 the film again. Um, first of all, Clapton is the most dull interview of all time. Mm. Almost, I think, as dull as his music. Um, <laughs> I thought the song that Robertson 
is making now. Yeah, I thought that was I terrible. Was one of the worst pieces of music ever. Yeah, yeah. And him him sitting back. Yeah, no. So I mean, that th- that was at that point you're cringing and thinking, oh, I may just play some. That did make me awesome cringe. Awesome. <laughs> I was. I, I did know. I agree the with next you. scene goes into the band circa um, Big Pink. No, it would have been. It's, it's on. It's on the Brown album. It's on the the self titled Brown album. Um, playing up on Cripple Creek, in that room, in that that clip. Levon Helm is the heart, right? He's he's playing drums and singing. First of all, I don't. How do people do that? I, mm. I, you know, um, but everyone's looking at him, right? Everyone is is he? He's the the heart of the band. Mm. Uh, I don't know what I was talking about. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so the moment that that made me want to watch the waltz was yeah. when Scorsese describes how. It was shot in order to capture the the communication on stage, which mm. which to me, especially because I'm you know I'm I'm in that situation relatively regularly, and it, it's fascinating to me how how they would do you know how yeah. how that happens, and um, so yeah, I'm totally down for watching it, and that reminds me of another um, documentary, music documentary. Of Aretha Franklin, have you seen that one? The the um, gospel one. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen it. Oh well, maybe we'll watch that the week would after. Love to. Love to. I, mean, I I would do a music documentary weekly watch along. Let's I, do it. It's my favourite thing to do. Um, coming up, I'm, I'm going to get you to the cinema. Coming oh. up in a couple of months is Peter Jackson's. Um, Peter Jackson was given the entire footage of the Beatles Let It Be sessions, and he's recutting that. Um, and remastering it. It's going to be a busy night at the cinema. It is. Lots of old white men like me. It's going to be... (laughs) Um, Middle-aged. Middle-aged. Quite right. Quite right. Uh, We'll be back after the closing music with a couple of small segment spoilers. If you don't want to listen... Then we'll see you next week. There will also be a, a um, Zoe animal noise for someone to... Uh, yeah, so the rules, email us with what you think, just so it's not all over the Facebook. I mean, it probably won't be that difficult. Yeah, it will. It's going to go viral. It's anyone who emails us what the animal noise is, we'll put in a tombola Yeah. and um, pick next week. Uh, live on air. To give away... Maybe all three previous sachets of Heke. If we can find them. If we can find them. Otherwise, just this week's. Um, maybe with a, a rock inside. Sounds like a blooming good plan. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Um, spread the word. Share it on your socials. All right. Get some people listening. Or don't. Now do. All right, do. Yeah. We'll okay, okay, bye. Have a cup of tea. Anyone. Don't tell anyone. But spoiler cast. He's dead. He's a ghost. He died. Yeah. He was dead all along. Yeah. And and um. And she. And, and the Titanic sinks. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. I think we'll uh, okay, okay, bye. bye. Um, so just quickly, uh, Handmaid's Tale, mm-hmm. uh, season four, and she's out. She, she goes to Canada. She's in Canada. She's hit Canada, and it's turned like she's... It's quite glorious seeing her so empowered all of a sudden. Mm. I mean, it's only been... It's literally been two episodes since she's come back to Canada. Maybe even one. Like, she stepped off the boat beginning of last episode, and it's been quite a journey. Um, She has... You know, she's obviously dealing with PTSD. Yeah. Um, But she's empowered, and the whole thing is... Shift the story shifted out of Gilead and is now happening in Canada, and um, so just I mean that was that was mainly the the big spoiler that we I was avoiding earlier. Why do they drag on and on and on the season upon season of torture? Is the answer is finally they don't and right. Although right, right, right. maybe. Maybe she'll end up back in Gilead somehow. I don't know. And there's is there, still, is there there's some still sort of thing they're two, trying to... Are they going to try and overthrow Gilead from... Well, I would hope so. I hope that it still goes somewhere to right. to, to to close that whole thing. Like, I mean, I, I... You know, I mean, we've been watching it this far. We want to continue to see yeah. what happens. Um, I'm spoiling a bit too much, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... So welcome to the first and last spoiler cast. We've spoiled ourselves. It'll be interesting to find out how many people actually bother listening. Yeah. I don't know if we get the stats of when they switch so off. So you're trying to say if, if mum listens to this bit at the end? Well, well if she does. Mum and Jen. We haven't said anything about Jen this week. We haven't. We haven't mentioned Jen. It was lovely to hear from her again last week. And, and I hope the sound effects were approved of. She doesn't like spoilers. She may not be here at okay. this point. And Jen, she's over here, isn't she? Yeah, she's a pain in the bum. Pain in the bum, bum. Um, no, uh, she, she, she may be here. In is which she... case, she's fucking lovely. All right. <laughs> Steady on with your swears. Oh, yes, Oz. Was there any other spoilers that we came up with? No. Uh, okay, bye. Uh, okay, bye. Oh, no, you don't want to do any... Like mere spoiler stuff. I don't think we need to. I don't, don't think. I don't, don't think it's. Wanna... I don't think it's necessary. I think. No. Um, I mean, yeah. It... Were you satisfied with the conclusion? Yeah, yeah. I think. I think so. And I mean, the thing is that, like, you know, there was. It was a victim. There was kind it of was... a twist upon twist on there, the, in the last yeah, episode. Yeah. But it wasn't not for the sake of it. There were. No, no, there no. were no. It was There were no villains. There were no. I mean, obviously the victims were victims, but there, mm. there were no. Well, the fact that there it were no villains sad, is a spoiler it? in itself, really. I mean, like, uh, at the end of the yeah. day... Yeah. It's a ha- spoiler what? section, really. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. What happened, happened. Well, I mean, we don't... Uh, should we go out of our way to spoil things? No, let's, let's, well, let's... I don't, I don't think, honestly, I think we covered East Town. I think it's just... Yeah. Superb. Um, so... Watch it. Yeah, watch, watch it. Sam. And I... I'm, May or may not include this whole section, in which case it'll be really weird. And then you have to delete I'll, the bit yeah, in the middle. Uh, you've got to include it. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I might just not say anything next. You're week. a Rod for your own back. Oh what? Rod Stewart for my own back. Yeah, I've got to go home and watch cricket. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. bye. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Whoop, whoop.